0: Welcome everyone to pro football tonight. We're going to be picking every single game from NFL Sunday week 17 and also talking about the playoff picture and potential clinching scenarios that could take form this Sunday in the NFL. There's a lot to talk about before we get started, though, please, please, please be sure to hit that like button, subscribe and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. There's a lot to talk about here because we are at the end. We're really at the end. We're in week 17. This used to be the final week of the season. Now they've added that extra game. We have another week of suspense, but we basically know a lot of the teams that are going to be in the playoffs. As you can see, this is the current playoff picture. I'll go through these in just a second. But you, you can see at the top, you have the Buffalo Bills in the AFC. They're in a very good position to take hold of that number one seed, get home field throughout, and that first round bye. Meanwhile, you have the Chiefs and the Bengals still alive to get that number one seed. They're going to need some help, though. They, they need both the Chiefs and the Bills to lose out in order to get in that position. That's a very dubious proposition at best. And then you look at the four seed, which... Is a bit of a mess because you have a 7-8 team, a sub-500 team in the Jaguars there, and their only competition there is the Tennessee Titans, who just lost to the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday Night Football. They're sitting at 7-9, and nine. and really, for both teams, Week 17 doesn't, doesn't matter. That's why you saw... The the Titans basically kind of give up with about six minutes left in the game. They didn't feel like they really needed to win. They didn't really need to do anything. They could have just forfeited the game, and it wouldn't have mattered because the Jags and the Titans play each other in Week 18, and that's the matchup that's going to decide the division. Neither of these teams are really in a position to get into the playoffs any other way, and... If you get the four seed, you get to host a playoff game. So you might as well go all in on that. And I think that's the way they're viewing these things. And that's why we could see the Jags also maybe not keep Trevor Lawrence and other starters in the game um, when they w- when they play this Sunday. But we'll talk about that game in just a second. But three we have three wild cards right now. The Ravens and the Chargers have clinched a playoff spot. The Chargers are basically locked in as a wild card. Um, And basically locked into that sixth seed, unless the Ravens totally collapse. And where things get murky, though, where things really get murky, is the seventh seed and all those teams you see in the hunt in the AFC. You have the Patriots, who actually play the seventh seed Miami Dolphins this week. The Jets, who play in the same division, who need some help from both the Patriots and the Dolphins to even get in. Uh, And you have some... You have some out there outliers like the Steelers and the Raiders who don't really have a good chance to get into the playoffs right now, but they're the the chance is still alive. The Raiders, for all intents and purposes, are eliminated. Their ch- Their chances, I believe, are less than 1% to get in. But great, crazier things have happened. This year has taught us anything's possible in the NFL. And yeah, uh, as far as clinching scenarios for the AFC, there are a few that I do want to talk about. We talked about the Buffalo Bills. They have a chance to clinch home field advantage throughout. If they win and Kansas City loses against Denver this week, it's over. Buffalo is going to be at locked in at that number one seed. You could see Kansas City then maybe just kind of just kind of bench their starters and 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 keep healthy for their that wild card uh, game that they would have coming up. If not, all bets are off because remember the Bills have to play the Bengals, and that is easier said than done beating that tough team. Meanwhile, the Bengals have a chance to clinch the AFC North. If they win and Baltimore loses or ties, the Bengals are going to go in as the division champions for the second year in a row, and they can think about benching their starters for Week 18 as well as they get ready for wildcard weekend. Meanwhile, the Miami Dolphins could put an end to all of these teams in the hunt right now by winning, and then, and then, they would need a New York Jets loss or tie, and they're in. If they win and the Jets lose, the Miami Dolphins are in the playoffs. They're in at that seventh seed, and basically, because they play the Patriots, they'd eliminate the Patriots with with a win there, and Jets lose. There's no way the Jets are going to be able to catch up. The Steelers, or God help them, and same goes for the Raiders. It's all over for them, but Miami has a chance of lock in that seven seed and really clear up everything in that AFC playoff picture with a win there um, this weekend. Meanwhile, in the NFC, you can see that the Philadelphia Eagles, as they've been the entire year, ha- are at the number one seed. For them, it's pretty simple. If they win this weekend, they're going to get the NFC East title. They're able to also clinch home field advantage and the lone first round bye in the NFC with a win and a with a, with a win or a tie and a Minnesota loss. So still need a little help in order to get that if they don't win uh, this Sunday. But if they win, it's it's very easy. They they got it. Let's see if Minchu can actually take care of business here. Meanwhile, the rest of of the teams. You have the two-seeded Vikings. You have the three-seeded Niners, who are on a tear right now. And then you have the four-seeded Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who this week are facing off against the Carolina Panthers. And for both teams, this is pretty simple. They are fighting for their playoff lives. This matchup basically decides the division. There's still a chance that the Bucs could lose this game and end up winning the division if the Panthers lose in Week 18 but you don't want to be in that position where you don't control your own destiny. For the Bucs, it's very easy. Win and you're in. There's no debate about it. You are hosting a playoff game. You can think about maybe benching some starters and resting Tom Brady's arm for an extra week. But if they don't, the Panthers slide into that four seed, and we could see the Carolina Panthers, headed by head coach Steve Wilkes, hosting a playoff game, which would be absolutely bananas, but also a really awesome story, and he will also have surpassed uh, any season, the uh, wins any season by former head coach Matt Rule, which would be a, a sign of of what direction the Panthers might want to go in when they think about their head coach this off season. Meanwhile, you have the wild cards here. Dallas clinched the wild card. They've cl- they they're basically locked in at that at, at that uh, six seed there. Uh, sorry, that five seed there. There is a chance that Dallas can actually win the division if Philadelphia loses out and they win out. I don't think that's going to happen. We'll see what we'll see what plays out. But even if Jalen Hurts isn't there, I think Gardner Minshew is good enough to get one win and clinch the division for Philadelphia over the next two weeks. And then you have the Giants, the New York football Giants, who have a chance. There are a lot of scenarios where the Giants can actually clinch here. With a win, they're in. They don't have to worry about anything. It's that easy for the New York Football Giants. They could get their first playoff berth since 2017. If they don't win, there are some tie scenarios that I don't really want to go through. But even if they lose, if Seattle loses and Washington loses, they're in. If Seattle, Detroit, and Green Bay all lose, they're in. So a lot of ways for New York to get into that, uh, into that play, uh, into the playoffs this year. And I honestly think that if they get in, this is a very dangerous team to look out for. The New York Giants play pretty good defense, and they can run the ball. That's two things you need to be able to do in the playoffs. So don't sleep on them when they get in. And at this point, it's basically an inevitability. Meanwhile, you have the Washington Commanders, who also have a scenario where they can clinch. It takes a little bit of uh, help, but Washington, if they win... Seattle loses, Detroit loses, and Green Bay lose. Boom, you're in. You've made the playoffs. The NFC playoff picture becomes very uh, becomes a lot more clear as well. But again, I'd mentioned all these teams. You have Seattle, who have proven this season that they are a tough out and they are a very tough team to play. The Lions, who have proven the same, and started the season one in six. Since then, are six and two. Watch out for Dan Campbell and 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 the this Detroit Lions team. They for a large part of the season have been one of, if not the best, overall offense in the league. If they get in, I'm telling you, they will knock off somebody. That is the the momentum that they have get garnered over throughout the season, and they're a very dangerous team to play. Meanwhile, Green Bay is just hoping everyone loses this weekend <laughs> and 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 trying to brace for impact. Uh, as as it's also kind of inevitable at this point that they don't make it, but like I said, crazier things have happened. I'm not even going to talk about the Saints. God bless them that they're even in the conversation of being in the hunt, but they're not going to get in. Um, uh, so th- those are the scenarios. These are the games that are actually going to be able to going to be played. Excuse me. Let's start off with the Sunday 1 p.m. slate of games. You have the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Atlanta Falcons in a game that honestly nobody needs to see and nobody really cares about. The only notable note from this game is that Trace McSorley is not going to be the starting quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. It is going to be David Blau, the former Thanksgiving hero of Detroit. That being said, it's it's David Blau versus Desmond Ritter. Give me Desmond Ritter. I think I think the Falcons want to end the season strong for Arthur Smith. I think they will. And I think this is going to be a bit of momentum for Desmond Ritter because he's come in and he's played with poise. That is the, the bare minimum you could ask from a young quarterback. I think he's done that. And then some look for him to get a win here, even though it's a pretty depleted Arizona Cardinals team against a pretty depleted Arizona Cardinals team. Look for them to get the victory here. Moving on, you got the Patriots and the Miami Dolphins in a game of epic proportions. A lot of playoff potential between these two teams, and this game is going to go a long way to deciding the playoffs. Again, Miami wins. They, like they are pretty, they're in pretty good position there, and they knock the Patriots out. But the big news from this game is that Tua Tagovailoa will not be playing. Tua suffered another concussion. They they don't even know when he's going to be able to come back. So Mac Jones versus Teddy Bridgewater. It's a quarterback matchup. It's Bill Belichick versus Teddy Bridgewater in all actuality. As as inconsistent, I should say, as that offense has been, I'm going with the Patriots here. I just do not think that the Dolphins, even though Teddy Bridgewater is a really good quarterback uh, when, when he's on, I don't think that they're going to have enough uh, to beat this Patriots team. I think Matt Judon is going to be able to get around the edge and get to them. And that's going to be the game. It's going to be a hard-nosed defensive game, no doubt, because not a lot of points are going to be scored. But give me the Patriots in this one. I think they're going to keep their playoff hopes alive. And actually, I believe they actually jump over the Dolphins and then control their own destiny going into week 18. So we'll see what happens there. Eagles, Saints, I'm going to go rapid fire on this one, on, on a, the next two. Eagles, Saints, and Giants, Colts. Give me the NFC East in, in, in these games. Eagles, are there's no way Minshew is losing to the Saints. Even though the Saints, in my opinion, are is a team that Gardner, Flint, Minshew could end up going to next year. As weird as this might play out, we'll see what happens. But give me the Eagles, give me the Giants over the Colts. I'm sorry, big trick, Nick. It, it's just really not the Colts year. Finally, we get to the NFC South matchup of the week. Hell, the NFC South matchup of the decade. 6-9 and nine. <laughs> Carolina versus 7-8 and eight. Tampa Bay to basically control their destiny throughout, uh, going into week 18 for the division. And that number four seed in the NFC. Conventional wisdom tells me to pick Tom Brady here. Conventional wisdom tells me Brady's... Sick of being uh, Brady, sick of be of this nar- media narrative around him being old, around him being over the hill, and all that, and that he just wants to get this in the books, get some rest, and then play wildcard weekend, get into the playoffs, and see what happens. It is really hard, though, for me to ignore the momentum that the Carolina Panthers have had over the last few weeks. This is a team that was dead in the water when they fired Matt Rule. And Steve Wilkes has been able able to inspire this team to win football games. They are 500 since he took over. That's a big deal for a team that everyone thought was going to end up being, uh, getting like a top five pick. I'm rolling with the Panthers this week. That doesn't necessarily mean they will win the division because they still need either the Bucks to lose in week 18 or they need to win. So, I mean, th- there's still some things to be sorted out there. But this week, this team, this momentum, give me Carolina. I'm probably going to regret it because Tom Brady is the GOAT and he's going to be angry and just whatever. Um, moving on, we got the Chiefs and the Broncos. Broncos coming off of firing head coach Nathaniel Hackett. They have a new head coach now in Jerry Rosberg, who I respect a lot. He's former special teams coordinator for Baltimore and assistant head coach to John Harbaugh for many years, including that Super Bowl run the Ravens went on a decade ago. That being said, it ain't going to help you against Andy Reid. It ain't going to help you against Patrick Mahomes, and it ain't going to help you against the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs by this one. Give me the Chiefs by a lot. The Broncos are just depleted, defeated, and they— This horse needs to be put down. (laughs) Like that's all I will say. Meanwhile, you got the in Detroit. You got the Detroit Lions playing host to the Chicago Bears. Chicago, by the way, also been a tough out throughout the year. I I think there is a weird stat about them that if they, if, if if their one score games were reversed, they would actually be like the number three seed in the NFC or something crazy like that. So. I mean, like they're a tough out. Justin Fields is proving why he was picked in uh, in the first round of the NFL draft last year. All that being said, though, I got I I build him up so I so I can break him down easily or easier, I hope. But I'm not going against this Detroit Lions team. That you just cannot. There's too much momentum behind them. I believe in them. I think Jared Goff, especially. This is the thing that people don't talk about enough Jared Goff when he got traded people wrote him off as not only a guy who who wasn't a franchise quarterback right they wrote him off as a bust as as the number one overall pick yet the dude has a above 500 record this year he's playing great he's got 4,000 yards passing he's got 26 touchdowns at seven interceptions and he's passing the ball very efficiently so it's not like I, – I, I, I really take exception to the idea of Jared Goff being a bust in the NFL. I don't think that's what he is. We'll see what happens in this game. Give me the Lions, though. I'm not going to put them in doubt just yet. Um, Rapid fire over the next few ones as well here. You got the Washington football team – sorry, the Washington Commanders playing host to the Cleveland Browns. I'm putting the Commanders on upset alert. This week they just – they took out the guy – who, got, who basically, for better or worse, helped re-energize this team and, and bring about a resurgence on this team. And they benched Taylor Heineke, and they put in the guy who was 2-4 and four as their starting quarterback and who made several key mistakes, has made several key mistakes when uh, crunch time is on, when it's winning time. Look back at last year and against the Colts. He's not tested ever since he was, he hasn't been tested really ever since I think it was 2019 with the Eagles. So give me the Browns in in an upset alert. I'm telling you, I, and this has got way more to do with the fact that I don't trust Carson Wentz in big moments rather than I have confidence in the Cleveland Browns. So we'll see what happens there. Jacksonville is going to be going over to Houston in a game that they don't really need to play their starters in. Again, this game has zero impact for Jacksonville. They're facing Tennessee in week 18. Whoever wins that game wins. The loser doesn't matter. I'm, I don't actually know what happens if they tie, which would be nuts. <laughs> but give, that being said, and, and the Texans being a tough out with with head coach Lubby Smith, although the Texans are, are also in competition with the Chicago Bears for that number one overall pick that being said the bears have their starting quarterback so maybe they're not as worried as they should be uh, i i think i'm pretty sure that Doug Peterson is going to be playing the star- starters i don't think he should for most of the game but that's a decision that he's going to have to come to give me jacksonville by like 3 points in this one i think i think that houston's going to houston's going to give him a game meanwhile you got the san francisco 49ers going over not the Bay, but over on a flight to Las Vegas. Used to be over the Bay. But they're going to be going out to Vegas playing against the Las Vegas Raiders who just benched Derek Carr. Brock Purdy is has been on fire. This team has rattled off, I believe, eight straight wins. Yeah, win number nine is right around the corner because they're going to absolutely destroy the Las Vegas Raiders 4.05 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Um Jets and Seahawks, both these teams, seven and eight, both these teams in the hunt for the playoffs still need a little help, but both a lot to play for. Give me the Seahawks. I think Geno Smith, there is no sweeter revenge for Geno Smith than having a career resurgence like 10 years into the league. And then being able at the end of the year to not only help your team get closer to the playoffs, but also knock out the team that drafted you and and, and gave up on you uh, out of the playoffs. I I think that would be some poetic justice done to this this season. And I think I think they're overdue for a good game over there in Seattle. So give me Seattle there. Vikings and the Packers. You know how how the Packers have that saying, go pack go. Yeah, no pack no. It's easy. It's easy. Wait, when you're, going, when you're going up against bad teams to think that the Packers are going to win. But, bruh, they're not beating this Vikings team. They are not beating the Minnesota Vikings. Especially when the Vikings still have all to play for. They're still in contention for that number one seed. Give me the Vikings. They're going to end the the this season for the Packers. And the Packers are going to go into the offseason. Really having to take a close look at what they're going to do. Because we saw glimpses of Jordan Love this year. And he... And he has shown, it would seem, some improvement. And maybe he ends up being the guy that they drafted him to be. We'll see. Another game that absolutely does not matter <laughs> in so many ways because the Los Angeles uh, the Los Angeles Chargers are going to somehow host the Los Angeles Rams in the house that Stan Kroenke built. It, it is ridiculous that this is a home game for the Chargers, but okay. Like, no game is a home game for the Chargers, but... This is just like insult to injury. Give me, give me the Chargers though. They're they're they're, they're going to be fine against the Rams. I think Baker's going to come down to earth and it'll be okay. Finally, we got my Baltimore Ravens Sunday Night Football. Ravens Steelers primetime NBC. Chris Collinsworth sliding on in. Oh, I love it. Um, the Ravens need to win out. The Ravens absolutely need to win out so they can not only win the division, but host a playoff game. That is big for Baltimore. They need that. I think they need that boost going in to the postseason, especially right now. It doesn't look like Amar Jackson's going to be ready until the postseason. He's not going to be playing against Pittsburgh. We know that for sure. We know it's going to be uh, Tyler Huntley. And again, Tyler Huntley beat this team just a few weeks ago, so... I have confidence in him, especially at home in prime time, to get it done. But the Ravens, I think they're going to need they need—they're—they're need all the advantages they can get. They need to make sure they beat the Steelers here. Pray, pray, pray that Lamar Jackson is healthy by week 18 so that they have a, a chance against the Bengals. If not, it's going to be tough sledding, but definitely give me the Ravens here. And it's going to be a tough game, though. Give me the Ravens by a touchdown. And finally, Monday Night Football, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Bills and the Bengals in a primetime showdown. Two of the best offenses, two of the best quarterbacks, two of the most underrated defenses in the league as well. We don't talk about how good the Bills defense has been. I've I've watched a lot of Bills games this year, and they have been lights out at certain points. Give me the Bills. I think the Bills get it done here, and the Bills clinch home field advantage throughout. That is not just because I'm a Ravens fan, trust me. I just think that the Bengals, like, like this Bills passports is going to get to them. I I just think the Bills are going to overpower the Bengals. And it's going to be one of those things where Cincinnati just has one of those dud games. I hope not. I, I hope it's a fun game. But I that's just the way I see things playing out. And that's every single game from NFL Week 17. It took a while, but we got there. Let me know in the comment section below what games you're most looking forward to. Let me know where I where you think I'm right. Let me know where you think I was wrong. Let me know where you don't really care (laughs) in the comment section. Hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. Until next time, I'm Umber Q, and keep it real.